I do also think for Duff dates, we should start interviewing people. And then it's like a date, like Duff dates. Like we had a date with whoever. That's cute. Well, speaking of dates, this is kind of a little date reunion for us. Cheers. Cheers. It's nice to be with you, Paige. Paige and I have been separated by several states recently. I am in town just this weekend for a Blink-182 concert. And, and to see hope. And just, I'm opening for Blink-182. <laughs> you know who is opening for Blink-182? Leah Michelle. No, do you want to guess more? <laughs> Amy Schumer. Mm-mm. So close, though. I was just thinking, like, maybe if I could start getting stand-up opening for Blink-182 to be a thing, that, that I could open for Blink-182. That would be cool. I've always said concerts should be more like variety shows. We yeah. We get, like, a puppeteer. Yeah. Someone with a monkey. A magician. Kind of the same thing as someone with a monkey. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you have a monkey, you should do card tricks as well. The answer is not that exciting, but Landon Barker. I just thought that was interesting. Travis Barker's son is opening. And Travis Barker is in Blink-182? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fun. He's married to Kourtney Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that was a Nepo baby get? Or do you think that Landon would have gotten the role without the help of his dad? You know, no way to know. But we know that he worked hard for everything he has. <laughs> I don't even know if he does, like, he do- must do songs. He has to, right? I don't think he's doing stand-up. Well, so. maybe he's doing puppeteering like we originally suggested. Maybe. I, you know what? I'll let you know. This Justin, Landon Barker, is a puppeteer. Full disclosure, guys, we're drinking rosé. So. I know. You thought this clear drink was... <laughs> well, they can't see you, us. You're right. I forgot this is a podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying things like a little little cuckoo crazy up in here. A little cuckoo banana pants. We're drinking barefoot bubbly. It reminds me of our early podcasting days recording our Hillary episodes in the vault or as some like think of it as a closet. We really we should talk about this more. If you guys go back and listen to our Hillary Duff episodes, I need you to picture us in a linen closet with several glasses of red wine mm-hmm. in our system yes some of those episodes I don't remember recording <laughs> there was one where and I told you this off camera once but there was one where we just ended it before <laughs> the end of the episode and then I had to like you had to come over I was like wait <laughs> yeah, we're like, I don't think we finished we didn't finish like yeah. we had to come back and be like and this is history duffs also the love interest was a six like I think a combination of like having Wine and then also it just being so hot. It was like our brains were cooking. Yeah, it was so hot in that closet. It was so hot. But if you listen to those episodes, please tell us if you can hear a difference in the audio. Because we thought that we were like convinced that it would make a difference. And now I'm starting to think we were just getting drunk in a closet. Well, now we're recording this in my kitchen. My neighbors upstairs are making noise. A car alarm went off. Somebody walked by with like a boom box. Yeah. I don't think you can hear any of it. (laughs) I know you can definitely hear my ice clinking and probably me making slurping sounds. That's the rosé, baby. That's the rosé. the rosé, Jose. I shouldn't be drinking this all day. I just came up with that. Rosé, Jose? Do people say that? I mean, I don't. I've never heard it. (laughs) No one's ever said it before then. If you're a Jose out there that likes to drink rosé, please call in. Our number is 911. <laughs> My God. As if no one's ever heard that number before. They're actually going to believe it. Guys, don't Guys, do with that. Don't call 911 and think you're going to talk to us, okay? Yeah, Paige quit her job as a 911 <laughs> operator years ago. I've never been a 911 operator, but I was a crisis counselor for a while. Do you know that? I did. I think okay, that's yeah. really admirable of you. <laughs> I wanted you to say that on the podcast. <laughs> and I'm going to edit it out. 
Well, oh, welcome back to Duff Dates. Thank you. I love doing these. We've only done one before, but I we had so much fun. We're having a nice little date. Yeah, and it's just more, it's like we're just laid back. Yeah. This is like casual corner. Casual corner. In fact, if we start getting fan mail, we'll probably answer it here. You mean once we have time to sort through all the fan mail that we've already received. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. Also, how did you get my address, guys? (laughs) She's a little too humble for her own good. (laughs) It's true. Um, What's up with Hillary? Oh my gosh. So many things. Well, first of all, the second half of How I Met Your Father season two has started. Yes. Are you watching? Yes. Tell me all your thoughts. I have, I've got to pull up my notes because I have a lot of thoughts. There are some jokes that I'm like, they wrote this for me. Hope at one point thought that we should do an extensive <laughs> deep dive into each episode of How I Met Your Father down to like reading the scripts. Yeah. And I think we would still only be able to get 10 minutes out of that. Probably. <laughs> it's also just like, I'm curious who would want to hear us recite the script instead of just watching or assuming they've already seen the episode Mm -hmm. they're like I want to hear it again but but two random women um I think there is an audience for that I just don't maybe in Belgium I have news about Belgium but we'll get to that we'll get to that there's a little teaser but right now we're talking about how I met your father season two tell me your thoughts okay so there's an episode that I'm obsessed with where they're trying to find Hillary's dad or mm-hmm. Sophie's dad and all they know about him is that her mom hooked up with him at Lollapalooza to the song Jane Says and they have this whole not a Mamma Mia episode where they have to <laughs> they're they are tracking down three dads to see if they're Sophie's dad I just thought it was really funny because like the mom remembers that his name ends in ick. Or they saw it on a, on a name tag. Oh, on a name yeah. tag. Yeah, that's what it is. So his name ends in ick. And I just think that's so funny because it's like, it helps a little bit, but there are so many names that end in ick. I can think of two. What are they? Nick and Rick. Okay, what about, and get ready for this, Patrick. Oh, that's good. Oh, Dick. Mick. Which is also short for Richard, like Rick mm-hmm. is. Okay, Mick is good too. Rick. Air Rick. Oh, Quick. <laughs> like Quicksilver. <laughs> I do know someone with the last name Quick, and I'm like, that's the best last name ever. Yeah, that is that is good. I've never met a Quick. Yeah. Any, any last name that starts with a Q is like, you're already doing great. <laughs> yeah, but you're fucked when it comes to alpha order at school. Yeah, I always feel bad for the kids whose initials are like QS. We had a girl whose last name... I mean, name... I'm P.S. That's, like, the same. <laughs> I is. feel bad for myself, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> we had a girl whose last name started with a Z, and so they would do her first. Like, oh. they would do, like, alpha order, but then they would just, like, make her first because they felt oh. bad for her for always having to be at the end. That's cute. Yeah. Like, we would always do, like... We'd mix it up. It'd be like alphabetical order. Reverse. day order. Reverse order. Yeah. They would do reverse order. for yeah. height order. I don't I That don't, was brutal. I don't know. Also, always, kids are changing their heights so often. Yeah, changing not their like, heights. Not like after they've gotten in line. Growing <laughs> is the word that I'm trying to say. Not changing their heights. But it was, yeah, it was, you know, height. Yeah, height order. I remember that because I was, my best friend Antonia and I were neck and neck and we would fight about it. I was always the tallest in my class. Brag, brag, brag. One year, there was a kid taller than me. Boy? Boy. Nice. Was he like an exchange student from Sweden or something? No. He was, I lived in Washington State. He was also from Washington State. Um, 
I don't think I should say his full name on the podcast. Do it. But his name was Josh Bryant, <laughs> which is... Oh, you did do it. Which is Eric Von Detten's character in Princess Diaries. <laughs> so when I saw Princess Diaries, I was like, what? <laughs> Josh Bryant? <laughs> the kid that Irish dances in my secondary class? <laughs> you might have to cut that. <laughs> no. There, that's a common enough name that we won't get in Not trouble. Not a Josh Bryant that Irish step dances. How many of those are there? At least two. The only thing I remember about that kid, he's taller than me and he did Irish step dancing once like for the class. Like he like he danced. Oh, I yeah. love that. My grandpa used to Irish step dance. Your grandpa was Josh Bryant? Yeah, my grandpa Josh Bryant. His mom <laughs> like gave him the choice. She was like, you can either do Irish step dancing or you can be like an acolyte at church. And the acolytes had to wake up like significantly earlier than just the parishioners. So he was like, that's an easy choice. My cousin is an Irish step dancer, and I went to a competition of hers in Arizona one year. It was very interesting. Did she move her hands? No. Yep. That was a trick question. (laughs) Did you really go to an Irish step dancing competition? Because if she'd moved her hands, I would have said, I don't think so. There's different, um, like, legends, like urban legends for, like, why they don't move their hands. Did you know that? (laughs) No, but tell me. I saw Riverdance in Dublin, so, like... I should know. Okay, well, these came from my aunt, who is the mother of the cousin that mm-hmm. com- competes. And in she Irish is dancing. a compulsive liar. Well, no, not that, but she did tell these to me like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And you're a compulsive liar? And I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> I remember every detail, but I am going to fudge it yeah. on purpose. Um, one legend, one myth is that they used to um, take the doors off of the hinges and like put them on the ground and dance on those for like a makeshift dance floor so there wasn't like enough room for you to move your arms so you had to like keep them down what what if they're that's all I remember don't ask any questions wait but I'm sorry (laughs) wait they have how does taking a door off its hinges create a dance floor once again don't ask any questions because how is there a door without a floor well I think the floors were like dusty so it's instead of like kicking up dust okay on the doors um, the other myth was that, like, dancing was outlawed, right. like, footloose vibes. Yeah. And so they would keep their arms down, so if anyone was, like, walking by, they would be like, we're not dancing. Wait, I love the idea that, like, Ireland is just the town from Footloose. <laughs> I think that's where they got it from. <laughs> we're not dancing. Our hands aren't moving. I mean that that's where Ireland got it from. They saw Footloose, and they're like, that's a good idea. <laughs> Ireland, the country, saw Footloose yeah, and was yeah. inspired enough to change their laws. I think, I think just St. Patrick saw it and mm. he was like, have you guys heard of this movie? <laughs> this Kevin Bacon kid is going places. Wait, have you guys heard of America? <laughs> Amazing. Uh, okay, well. Wow, I'm, we got so sidetracked and I love it. Okay, back to Mamma Mia. Or not a Mamma Mia. <laughs> back to How I Met Your Father, season two, part two. Not a Mamma Mia, the quest for Sophie's dad. They go to, like, there's three different icks that they've narrowed it down to. So they split up. Um, one of the guys is Asian. So they're like, could Sophie be half Asian? And then they decide she couldn't be. So they leave. The other one is a exotic dancer at a club called Dickendales. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is a pretty funny pun on Chippendales. Very good. And they, like, can't see the stripper's arm, like, to see if he has the tattoo. And so there's elaborate hijinks with them, like, hiring him for their bachelorette party, et cetera, et cetera. And they get, like, a straight man and a lesbian to, like, suss it out. Yes. Yeah. 
Exactly. Pretty funny. Um, and then they, the last option is they is a hot dog owner, a hot dog <laughs> stand. <laughs> proud owner of one hot dog <laughs> that's his the first thing in his bio hot dog owner <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for a living well i own this hot dog never mind that i own a hot dog <laughs> <laughs> he owns a hot dog stand mm-hmm. um and sophie's like i could be a hot dog heiress <laughs> <laughs> and it's clark Gregg, isn't it the Is actor that, i was trying to figure out like he is a famous dad yeah, he's he's in a lot of things. He's in um, the MCU now. He's Agent Coulson in the Marvel Universe. Yes. Um, he's in a lot of things. You know who he's married to? Who? I think this is such an interesting fact. Who? Jennifer Grey from Dirty oh. Dancing. Oh. Random, right? Weird. We were just talking about Footloose. Yeah. I love movies about dancing from the 80s. No one puts Jennifer Grey in a corner. Also from... Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Jennifer Grey. Yes. She's Ferris's sister. I know. You I, did? <laughs> I know this because my mom always calls me Ferris's sister. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> it's so mean. Why does she call you that? Because my You're brother's like, Ferris. Oh. He, my brother has, has like the Ferris syndrome, which is like lucky girl syndrome, I guess. Yes. My brother okay. has lucky girl syndrome. Yeah. And my mom was like, You're just like Ferris's sister. No one remembers her name. And I'm like, I remember her name. It's. But now I'm forgetting it. But it is like, it's Jenna. It's not that, though. No, but I used I to know remember. it. Cause well, I, Jennifer Grey, you know, you know. Yeah. And, Take yeah. that, Mom. <laughs> and her husband is in How I Met Your Father. And I think he's also in Desperate Housewives. Actually, now that I'm saying that, I think I looked it up. And I think they divorced like two years ago. But they were married for a long time. Redacted. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. They're just such a, a funny couple in my mind because it's like they don't exist in the same universe you know those couples where it's like you don't think that baby exists in the mcu right it's just funny (laughs) to think of it like that you know what i mean it's like they don't seem like they would be the same age even though they are kind of like brenda song and macaulay culkin it's like he's a child star and she's like also a child star but from later like a different generation but it's like that's not it makes they're a perfect couple yeah it's still how time works yeah yeah it's just it's one of those things one of those things um, well, I guess we probably should have looked up what Elsie we know him from, but that's okay. No. One thing about How I Met Your Father while we're talking about uh, celebrities and stuff, something I love, I'm about to go on a tangent that nobody cares about but me, but okay. that's okay. I love when in TV shows or movies they reference other, like, actual media. Yes. So in How I Met Your Father, Sophie at one point says that her favorite movie is Christmas with the Cranks. Yes, I loved that line. So it's like, but, okay, first of all, fun connection because the daughter from Christmas and the Cranks is the bully from A Cinderella Story. (gasps) So it's like, okay, in this universe, that actress whose name I'm blanking on exists as an actress, but... A Cinderella story doesn't exist because that would imply that there's like multiple Hillary Duffs in this universe. Which we think and is possible. Now I might be misremembering. Isn't Kyle Richards in an episode? Yes. Okay, so Kyle Richards, this is where I get really excited. Kyle Richards, one of her first movies was Halloween, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, who was also in Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> Do you understand the implications of this? Yes, when I actually have more to say. So it's like Halloween can't exist in this world because Kyle Richards is a is a person. She's not a celebrity in this universe. Yes. Otherwise, she would have shown up and they'd been like, oh my gosh, that's Kyle Richards. But 
Halloween is how Jamie Lee Curtis got her start. So how did Jamie Lee Curtis get famous in this world if not for Halloween? And we can't have Freaky Friday then either, can we? I guess we still could have Freaky Friday because she's not Hillary Duff. She's Sophie. Mm, so you're right. You're right. Jamie Lee Curtis is still famous because Christmas with the Cranks. Right. But she didn't get her start in Halloween. I mean, she is a Nepo baby, so she, she would have found a way. But it's just, inter- I just love stuff like that. Okay, wait. I have things to add to that, okay, actually. let's hear it. Um, because the Kyle Richards of it all is that, according to your logic, mm-hmm. if Kyle Richards is in the How I Met Your Father Duffiverse. As a character. As a character. So yeah. not the real Kyle Richards. Right. Then that means that we can't have the TV show State of Georgia. Because in State of Georgia, mm-hmm. Garcelle, who's also in The Real Housewives, is on the show, but not as Garcelle, like as a character. So we need proof that Raven Simone exists in the How I Met Your Father universe. Yes. Writers, we're calling on you. <laughs> it, it's going to be harder to prove that she doesn't <laughs> exist than that she does. Because yes. I think at this point we can just say she exists in that universe, prove us wrong. Unless they just get her to guest star on an episode as not herself. Which they should. Yeah, they should. That'd be so good, actually. I love stuff like this. It's so it's so fun. Like, ugh, putting it all together. Yep. Oh, I just remembered how I know Hillary's dad. Clark Gregg? Yes, yeah. He's the guy from The Old Adventures of New Christine. Oh, wait, I think it's actually The New Adventures of Old Christine, but... Either way, that is what I know him from. Gotcha. <laughs> is he plays Julia Louis-Dreyfus's ex-husband. Mm. So then, by default, do we or do we not have Seinfeld in How I Met Your Mother universe? We can have Seinfeld, but we can't have New Adventures of Old Christine. Ugh, what's the point? I know. I know. I, I can't imagine a world without the New Adventures of Old Christine. But I think Seinfeld can exist as long as Jerry Seinfeld doesn't get a role on How I Met Your Father. Oh, or fingers Julia crossed. Any un, any other thoughts that you need to share yes. about Jaime? Let's hear it. I yes. love this. Okay, so we end up finding out that her dad is the hot dog heir. Mm-hmm. He owns one singular hot dog. Which, as soon as I saw Clark Gregg show up, I was like, that must be him. They're not just going to have like the one name guy be in one scene. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> right. He's like, and it's not me. All right, bye, guys. <laughs> Could have had a whole arc. Mm, I guess not. Um, but in this episode, I... They wrote this joke specifically for me. It's not Hillary Duff, but uh, basically Jesse and the British guy are trying to meet girls, Charlie. And Charlie's doing really well with all the ladies because he has a British accent. And so people are coming up to him and they're like, oh, where are you from? And he's like, I'm from London. And then Jesse's like, well, I'm originally from Cincinnati. (laughs) Which is where I hope Carew am originally from. And then he kept being like, it's... Pretty much the London of Ohio. <laughs> I thought of you when I when I heard that. Yeah, I think that's why I was like, we need to recreate the whole episode. <laughs> We're like, we need to talk about every single episode in great detail. <laughs> so that I can share that I too am from Cincinnati. <laughs> so then later he's like, we call soda pop. Which is not true. People in Cincinnati don't call soda pop. I thought they did, like the Midwest. Maybe in the Midwest, but in Cincinnati we call soda Coke. That's a Texas thing for sure. Is I know it? that. Yeah, I know Texas does that. Because it's like, give I've me a Coke. I've never heard of anywhere else doing, doing that besides mm. Texas. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I know, just... but I'm like, I've lived in both places. Maybe I mixed it up. But we, we definitely never said pop. We said soda, if anything. Pop always, without fail, makes me think of... Yeah, uh, Dean Forrester. Yes! 
Dean Forrester, when he first meets Rory, season one of Gilmore Girls. Give me a break. In Chicago, we call it pop. <laughs> now, I that watched is true. that scene a million times. Their first kiss in the grocery store, I, I could recite it. I don't I, know if I've told you this, but I had a, a book. I had to, Wait, wait, wait. You had a book? <laughs> Slow down. I had like a Gilmore Girls season one like chapter book called I Love You, You Idiot. What? You've never told me this? I didn't know that existed. I would read that. Yeah, well, I I had it for years. I think I literally lost... I remember when my house burnt down, like, finding this you book. Always <laughs> gotta bring it back to your house burning down. Well, it's like... Not my... The whole house didn't burn, so a lot of stuff was just smoke damaged. And I remember finding the book and being like, damn. Because <laughs> it was, like, so smoke damaged, I couldn't keep yeah. it. And I was like, Aww. no one's gonna... No one's gonna believe me that this exists. No. <laughs> So sad. But yeah, they That's just the like saddest thing about your house fire <laughs> is Sorry. losing my copy of "I Love You, You Idiot." The uh, the book was it just the a- novelization yeah. of Dean and Rory's love story. Wow, I can't believe. I mean, I guess I can, but I, I'm shocked that that existed. I'll find it for you for your next birthday. Please, I'm so curious. It probably cost millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure because nobody thinks it's real. Nobody thinks it's real. I still, I still don't believe it. It is absolutely real. Okay, wait. So then part of the episode is that later on, they switch accents and then they try to switch back and they're like, oh, we're doing these accents because we're rehearsing for a play. And they're like, oh, well, perform the play for us. And then (laughs) they have to. And one of them is like, okay, opening scene. It's September 11th, 2000. And the guy's like, oh my God. And he's like, 2000, just September 11th, 2000. And it's like, phew. And then like the first thing he says to the other character is, what are you doing a year from today? (laughs) That joke specifically made me think of the one person on TikTok who got mad at us because they thought we were laughing about September 11th. Yeah. Just completely out of context. Thought we were laughing at... 9-11. 9-11. Yes. Yeah, and we just want joke. to clarify, absolutely not. Of course not. The, uh, of course in, not. Incredible tragedy that happened in our country that, like, you just cannot be... Every single time we post a clip of the podcast on TikTok, someone finds a way to be offended by it. Oh, yeah. Or it's always, like, completely missing the point of what we were trying to say. <laughs> Every single time. Yeah, people will comment, like, well, I'm a gymnast. It's like, oh, okay. My, I, my, Don't think that we talked about <laughs> gymnastics at all. My favorite is when someone, like, repeats something that we actually said. And they're like, well, did you think about it this way? And it's like, yeah, that's why we said it. <laughs> like, what? You didn't listen, clearly. <laughs> That's why we said it in this clip. In this clip. It's wild. Like there was somebody on our Ice Princess video on a segment of the podcast where we were talking about like the way they were talking about food and diet like in the movie. Yeah. And somebody commented on it. They're like, well, they're elite athletes. They have to eat that way. <laughs> you literally like, yeah, said that. We literally <laughs> said that. We said that I get that. But like, do we have to talk about it so much <laughs> in this movie for children? Like that seems just. Yeah. Someone's going to find a way to take this out of context and be like. She hates athletes. (laughs) Well, we do hate athletes. Well, yeah. But that has nothing to do with the podcast. We were both theater kids. (laughs) We have to hate athletes. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. We're kidding, guys. Guys, It's a freaking joke. It's a joke. Wait, and then speaking of just (laughs) more connections from the Duffiverse. Yes. Is in the episode Disengagement Party, we learn who Val's parents are. Yeah. And Val's parents... 
are is is Mark Consuelos. <laughs> Mark Consuelos, mm-hmm. famously Kelly Ripa's husband, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> he's also known for he's also known uh, yeah, a little Irish. Yeah, he's also known for his work in a show called. Riverdale. It was good until you said Riverdale. It was. It yeah. got really you bad at Riverdale. There, Riverdale. That's good. Mm, okay, I'll, I'll edit that. <laughs> <laughs> but so by this logic, mm-hmm. is Val half sisters with Veronica from Riverdale? If we want to assume that these, <laughs> that Riverdale and How I Met Your Father are in the same universe, mm-hmm. then yeah. And so then, by that logic, the George Lopez show is also involved because it's the mom from that show. I will say that it's quite a leap to assume (laughs) that How I Met Your Father and Riverdale exist in the same universe. They both talk about New York. Yeah. (laughs) We we know that New York exists in both universes, but... You said it. I guess, well, we would have to... Well, almost the opposite because I feel like Mark Consuelos is definitely playing two different characters. Hmm. But we kind of know him as a villain in Riverdale, so it really wouldn't surprise me if he had a second family. A second family. And in and also, George Lopez's wife has a second family. <laughs> That's a coincidence. And they share a second family. <laughs> <laughs> and Adrian from Secret Life of the American Teenager has a second family as a daughter. <laughs> she doesn't have like a second wife and second set of children. She has a second set of parents yeah. that no one knows about. We Guys, we've web. cracked the code. Are you paying attention? They are spoon feeding it to us at this point. It's so obvious. Yeah, honestly, it's like take a hint from Taylor Swift and learn how to drop an Easter egg. Yeah, can we be a little more subtle? Okay, wait, this is funny. Yeah. They talk about how they're doing an old Yeller reboot. And the Uh person's like, young Yeller? (laughs) That's such a good joke for there to be a young Yeller. I feel like it's um, taking from young Sheldon. Mm. People do like to make jokes about young whatever. Yeah. Because young Sheldon exists. Yeah. it's just, I'm so glad we exist in a timeline where we have young Sheldon. (laughs) (laughs) I wish we had young Rory. (laughs) Because it's a smart kid. My, I used to work, this is so unrelated, it's embarrassing to even bring it up, but I used to work on a talk show, and... That's um, so embarrassing. Paige was a talk show host. It's so embarrassing, you guys. Please don't Google it. Um, Yeah, you guys remember the Paige Smith show, right? But my, 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 uh, the guy I was seeing at the time also worked on the show with me, and young Sheldon, like, Ian Armitage came in one day, and he was, my, the guy I was seeing was so excited to tell me that he, like, waved to him. (laughs) And that's like, why you broke up, he, right? No, no. I wish. I should have. It was like a, the first red flag. Yeah. But he was like, I'm just, that sounds like bad. He was fine. He was just very okay. But um, he like was super excited. He was like, young Sheldon waved at me today. But I wasn't working there anymore. Yeah. At the time. But he was so excited to share that young Sheldon. He um, was like, you really time. need to know. It's the one like thing that I think of every time I think of young Sheldon. And it was before Young Sheldon even premiered. Like, it was just so bizarre. (laughs) So funny. Very funny. Um, Okay, can I tell you just some some other favorite things from How I Met Your Father? Of course. That's what we're here for. Okay, so Sophie... Casual corner. (laughs) Sophie gets a job working with Ellen, and they have to, like, rebrand 
a vegetable. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I was, oh, yeah. was going to quiz you on it. Oh, gosh. See if okay. you remember. Yeah. But what vegetable do they have to rebrand? And they decide that the way that they're going to rebrand it is they're going to associate this vegetable with friendship. Cabbage? It is cabbage. <laughs> Honestly, I could not think of a more hilarious vegetable to have to, like, rebrand. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's such a funny... Because it's so boring. <laughs> it's one of the most boring vegetables. Every time I think of a cabbage, I think of in college when we were uh, hosting improv tryouts for our improv troupe, and one of our troupe members showed up just holding a cabbage. Where is he now? Where is he now? <laughs> we, like, ended up drawing a face on the cabbage, I think. Like, yeah. I think the cabbage became, like, my baby, but I was still like, where did you get this? And he was like, don't worry about it. He... It, he probably wanted to share it with a friend. He probably wanted to share it with a friend. He that was ahead is of his time. Ahead of his time? <gasps> ahead of cabbage of his time. <sighs> so good. <laughs> Another funny joke. So then they start fighting Sophie and Ellen, you know. And Sophie's or Ellen's like, you're being so annoying. And Sophie's like, ying. Like, I was supposed to be to your yang. <laughs> Good. I know. <laughs> I like having you recite your favorite jokes. <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> and this has been Duff Dates. This, do you have more about How I Met Your Father? Have we gotten, have we touched yeah. on anything? No, I do have one more line. Okay. Do it just, no context, deliver it, the, make us laugh. Okay. The only thing I know about cabbage are the patch kids and this dance. And then she does the cabbage that, patch dance. That was, that was pretty good delivery. That, of all the jokes, that was the best one. Like, no yeah. context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When you set me up for that, I was like, she is expecting me to fail. She has no idea what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't disappoint. I'm so, I'm, I'm happy. This brings me to my motto in life, which is, and it just kind of came out of my mouth once. Like, my roommates were like, I don't know. And I said this to them, and it's really defined my life. Um, those who doubt me shall fail. Ooh. I think they were like, I don't know if you can use that dustpan with that broom. And I was like, those who doubt me shall fail. It feels like a curse. It feels like you're like, you are, you know. Yeah. I can't tell you. It just came from me. It's really aggressive. It, it was too aggressive. And it weirdly biblical is what it felt like. Yeah. It mm -hmm. feels like something that like could have been profound, but then you think about it a little more and it's like, Wait, what does that actually mean? Well, it means that those who doubt me shall fail. I get it. I meant more for like, you know, simple-minded folk. <laughs> they not, might not understand. Don't talk down to our audience like that. No, no, no. They know. No. They of course you it. guys get it. Yeah. But you, you, all of you have people in your life who are like, they wouldn't get it. They wouldn't get That's it. That's who I'm talking about. It's an in-joke for all of us because we're all the smartest people. Yeah. In the world. That I know of. Yeah. Okay, I'm checking the database, and yeah, we're the smartest. Yeah. Oh, wait, I do. I just remembered one final joke. <laughs> no context. Give it to us. Sophie's like, oh, I can get you signed up for my improv maga class. That is pretty good. Pretty good. It's like a self-defense class, and they take suggestions from the audience. <laughs> pretty hilarious. I would love to take that class with you. Improv maga? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to, I really want to you fight know you. that whoever thought of that was like, this, oh. They've had it for wait years. to pitch this. They've yeah. had Improv Maga for years. Oh, yeah. That was in their notes app. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they pulled it out and they were like plugging it in. I'm yeah. happy for them. Me too. 
I'm happy for you. Was it Reed Wannabe? Is that who wrote the episode? Maybe. He does a lot of them. Doesn't mean that it was his joke, though. Yeah, you're right. Just saying. He does get the credit, but just saying. Could have been anyone in that writer's room. Could have been anyone. And probably was. Could have been me. I think I wrote it. <laughs> I think they listened to this episode in the past, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, that's funny. Yep. We have to incorporate that. Clocked it. Yeah. Time machine. Thank goodness we have this on the record for them. <sighs> you guys... It's <laughs> it's quite a circle mm-hmm. that we're making here. And those who doubt us <laughs> shall fail. Wiser words have never been said. Um, do we have anything more to say about How I Met Your Father? We don't. We finally okay. don't. Okay. I We could, and that would be fine. We The only thing we have to say, are, I printed off some scripts, so <laughs> I think now we can just start reading it line by line, and okay. I'll do the stage directions as well. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'll play Sophie. You read everything else. No, I'm going to play Sophie. Okay, how about you read the whole thing? I'm going to read the whole thing. But could you be the laugh track? No. <laughs> That's the worst job. Ha, 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 ha. Um, if you uh, follow us on TikTok, you know that I bought Hillary Tuff cup. Oh. I have this in my notes to talk about. I don't really have anything to say about it. Mm. Um, Hillary, but Hillary Duff did a partnership with uh, Brewmate, which I never heard of before, and she made cups, and they're really pretty. Yeah, you have a gorgeous cup now. Yeah, it's gorgeous, and it's really solid, and I bring it with me everywhere. And I'm glad you have a solid cup now. I've been <laughs> so worried about you. Well, I feel like it's that's definitely Hillary News. If we're talking Hillary News, it's like this is the definition of Hillary News. Yeah, I actually have some Hillary News too. Let's hear it. Well, not to upstage your cup news. Well, her roommate partnership is definitely news. No, yeah, I just don't want what I say to make you, you feel think like that. It's gonna outshine. I think it's gonna outshine. <laughs> okay. And I think it's gonna shine like the light from the sun. Let's hear. It. Let's let's go for it. Miss Hillary Duff recently received the 2023 Social Media Safety Education Award from the Organization for Social Media Safety. I did know this, yes. Do you want to um, elaborate, share with the audience? Yeah, she was an honoree of the Organization for Social Media Safety. She won the award before using her platform to advocate for children's safety online. And her goal is to make the internet a happier and safer place for young adults and children. I am curious what has qualified her for this award. What was it based on? Do we know that? Probably based on her, it says like advocacy work. So Mm -hmm. I think she's just been vocal on her platform most likely she probably has like done some like panel for them because we love that's you know we we talk about that a lot talk about it a lot just kids in the industry and social media and stuff like that it's a very oh yeah important issue i'm just curious what what she did okay (laughs) side note speaking of children and internet safety i just had like a resurfaced memory come oh, up no I was on the subway in New York throwback to when I lived in New York and I was sitting next to this kid who was on his mom's phone like next to his mom mm-hmm. and he was like googling stuff and I looked over and I saw that he was googling 666 <laughs> just like this like oh, eight-year-old kid yeah. like google image searching 666 and it being like a bunch of like satanic images and I wanted to just be like cough cough like yeah. For his mom to see it. Is that what they mean by internet safety? Is like, don't let your kids on the internet? I don't know I if it's it don't like, let them don't. on the internet. I think it's like teaching them how to like 
not talk to strangers and like having yeah. safe search on but I'm just like kids are so weird I just yeah. love that he, this kid was like what is 666 about yeah kids and their curiosities yeah because also when you're a kid like how many times did you hear something inappropriate and then ask your parents to explain it to you and they said I'll tell you about it when you're older yeah if I'd had access to the internet how many things I would have learned too early oh, after yeah. my mom told me I'll tell you when you're older yeah Absolutely. I literally regret not making a list of all the things that I promised I would be told when I was older. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I could come into my mom's room and be like, what are blowjobs? Oh, I mean, I famously had zero education or guidance <laughs> on anything. There are so many things I learned way too late in life. Yeah. So I totally. I don't even think it was like, we'll tell you when we're older. It was like, <gasps> don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're like, not you, but I mean me as well. It's like, you're like deep in college and then you're finding out something that is basic knowledge about oh, the human yeah. body and you're like oh I this is so embarrassing but I remember in sixth grade having to give a presentation about like sex it was some sex like what kind of school I, I, made you do a presentation about sex? I think it was sex. like health class and we had to like pick a topic. I don't remember the You picked sex. Context. <laughs> no, it wasn't just like here's my presentation on sex, but it had something to do with sex. It was something sex related. I was in sixth grade, so what's that, like 12 years old? And I gave this whole presentation not knowing what a condom was. And there was like references to like condom use in my graphs or whatever. And I didn't know what it was. Oh, my God. I wasn't kidding when I said it's embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> it was super embarrassing. And I just, like, said it. I literally just, like, plagiarized whatever sentence I read online. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. I couldn't, like, Yeah. you, you know. You're not going to be like, what's a condom? No. And I wasn't, like, I wasn't a Googler as a kid. I wasn't, like, going to find things out for myself. I was like, I'm just going to. Yeah. Know. I felt like if I didn't know, it wasn't, I wasn't supposed to. Exactly. <laughs> I still feel like that to this day. Yeah. There's no way to know. <laughs> when I watch Jeopardy, I'm like, that's not my business. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I don't know, just not for me. Yeah. It's probably just better off to earmuffs. But yeah, I, that was a memory that. Do you want me to tell an embarrassing one? <laughs> Do you mind? It's like pretty embarrassing. Okay. Um, I mean, I've got more, <laughs> so you go ahead. I didn't know that um, men could have orgasms mm. until I was in college. Really? And my boyfriend was like, yeah. And I was like, what? I thought that was like a thing for girls. Yeah. I'd like, I just didn't, I didn't know that, like orgasms to me is a female. Yeah, I didn't know they were the same thing. Yeah. For me, orgasm was like a female coded term mm -hmm. it's on the cover of Cosmo magazine like I never knew that it a, a man could experience that that's actually like super feminist of you it was <laughs> it was actually super feminist I was like I didn't know that men experience pleasure yeah. actually I didn't know it was a female thing I feel like that's much more common like I didn't know that women oh that. really yeah. I only knew about it like from like sex in the city yeah. and like I just didn't realize that there was like a male equivalent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and, in, if, and if I had it my way, there wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. That was yeah. very vulnerable. Well, you said something pretty embarrassing, <laughs> so I felt like I had to even it out. You said something really embarrassing, so the attention was on you for too long. <laughs> yeah. This, I will say, I did embarrass myself in front of this boyfriend, but this is the same boyfriend who, at 20 years old, had never used a can opener before. Oh, that's and, and I had way to like I know, and I had to teach him how to use a can opener, and I was like, "How the hell do you not know how to use a can opener?" And he was like, "I guess my family just eats more fresh food than yours." 
Wow. I know. Okay, rich people problems. Yeah, I'm like, what a taking a dig at me being raised by a single mom. He's like, I've never parked my own car before. Sorry that we didn't go to the farmer's market every weekend. Wow, we hate him. You're dead to us. Canceled. <laughs> he's been listening to every episode and now he's like, no. Hope's college boyfriend, done. <laughs> we know about you and can openers. <laughs> and now, so does the whole world. <laughs> That's his name, John Doe. <laughs> no, it's his real name. His name, Josh Bryant. <laughs> now we're definitely getting sued by Every Josh Bryant. Josh Bryant. I don't think it's common enough to... Maybe it's common. It feels like it's. there's probably at least 200 Josh Bryants in a 30-mile radius. <laughs> can, we, can we get some uh, like data on that? I wonder. Yeah. Anyone here in the FBI... <laughs> Well, you know when they make TV shows, when they, like, name a character in a TV show, they have to make sure that there's not a, a real person with that name. Yeah. Like, either in that profession or in that region or whatever. So that could that could stand to reason. What if there's a really famous Irish dancer named Josh Bryant? Stop bringing it up. We're going to get sued. <laughs> and everyone's going to know that he went to second grade. Well, I know there's enough for... Eric Von Detten's character to be named Josh Bryant in Princess Diary. So actually, I feel pretty good. <sighs> Phew. But how many Eric Von Dettens are there? <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely only one. Okay, I have some um, podcast news. <gasps> what is it? <laughs> just Why don't I know it? Because um, I just care a little bit more. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, it's kind of sad, though. So okay. I hope you're sitting down. I am. I'm next to you. I'm sitting down next to you. Are you talking to the listeners? Guys, no, please sit down. No, I was talking to you. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at you sitting Guys, down. Guys, you can stand up again. <laughs> More just like emotionally, I hope you're sitting down, you know? Um, Belgium is no longer in our top five. <gasps> I know. Belgium, what happened? Get this. Belgium. Top 5% of listeners for not, the other listeners yeah, who top, don't know. Like, top places um, that, d- that download and listen to our podcast. Now our top five is completely domestic. Disgusting. <laughs> Embarrassing. We, Only U.S. in our top five. Also, Belgium's not even our number one, like, international. What? London. <gasps> okay, well. Has surpassed Brussels in downloads. I wanted us to be international superstars, and now it feels like we're just, like, but now American we, like, superstars. We barely are international. Yeah, just London. That's basically the U.S. London's in seventh place, and Belgium's in ninth. Okay, Belgium, catch up. Do you think that Belgium is mad at us because we called him out and he got embarrassed? No, I think that Belgium has fallen behind. Okay. They're not putting in the work anymore. Belgium, we love you. Please don't we give up on in us. You. We believed in you. But hey, London. Yeah. London. Hey. <laughs> we're, I've heard that you're the Cincinnati of, <laughs> of England. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, well. Unless we have any other... Oh, I do have more news. More podcast news. Sorry. Hit me. Um, Giovanni Samuels from yes. Bring It On, All or Nothing. Yes. She liked one of our posts. <gasps> about Bring It On, All or Nothing. Uh, did you tag her in it? Yeah, of course. Oh. <laughs> Obviously. Oh my God. Thank you for liking it. Also, last bit of podcast news. Uh, Gustavo Carr from Bring It On All or Nothing uh-huh. who played Jesse yes liked our post oh my god and yeah followed <gasps> he follows the pod on Instagram oh my god so Gustavo shout out thank you for following us maybe, you know what maybe he lives in London <laughs> maybe that's what happened it probably is he, and he probably likes us because we were like Hayden didn't treat you right yeah we love we hey we stand Jesse and Gustavo 
and Giovanni Samuels. We've always loved Giovanni Samuels. Yeah, that's a given. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's just a little bit of good news to end on. <laughs> a little bit of great news, more like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us on our Jeff date. Hope this was fun for you. Hope you got to enjoy a little rosé along with us. I did think you were saying, hope this was fun for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, cheers, and we love you, and... I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And this was History Duffs. Woo! Duff Dates. Let the rain fall down and wake my dreams. Let it wash away my sanity. Sanity.